Hello and welcome to Slice of Wine, the podcast that gives you the snippets and the backgrounds on wines behind the barrel and people and companies. And here today I have Serge Losak. He's with Cup Key Wines and we're doing our first wine tasting podcast. Um, so welcome, Serge. Thank you. Thank you. And today we're going to be tasting ports, um, which is uh, for your first tasting. For my first tasting, my first tasting, so something new, we are tasting ports from the oldest port wine house in the world, so this is cool. Cupkey, and Cupkey is the oldest port wine house, um, founded in 1638. Uh, just a little background on, on ports and what we'll be tasting today. Um, Cupkey was founded in 1638. At that time, uh, there wasn't yet port as we know it. It was basically just wine. Uh, during the course of the 1700s, the British shipping to England started fortifying the wines just for the shipping purposes. In other words, to keep them, uh, it was fresh wine, and to keep them s steady and, um, well, by, they... By steady, you mean like not exploding on it, the ship. Yeah, or, or not going bad <laughs> during the long bad. transit. Yeah. Um, they, would, they would fortify them. Uh, after a time, this became a style, and it wasn't until the 1820s that fortification actually became uh, a law in Portugal. In other words, a, a system that, that was surveyed by law and approved, and you had to do it a certain way. So between our founding in 1638 and the time that really port came to be uh, in its modern sense uh, in the 1820s was 150 years. So oh, things wow. move slowly in the wine industry, <laughs> as you might know. Um, when that happened, there were two distinct different threads that were followed. Um, there was the British style of port making, which is what we know today as the ruby style. So they would fortify those fresh wines, and that's what they always did. They focused on fresh wines. They did not keep stocks. Some of the Portuguese houses um, decided to go another path, and they started keeping stocks um, and aging in barrel. So, um, for instance, a vintage wine, a vintage port, is a ruby-style port. That ages in the bottle. It goes, it's bottled after one year, ages in the bottle. You can keep it for a long time. Might, might age for 75 years. A tawny-style, or an aged white, which we're going to try as well, is something that's aged in the barrel and released um, whenever, you know, whenever enough years have gone by and maybe released several times. So there are two different styles of port, and today we're going to be talking about the Portuguese style. We're going to be talking about aged tawnies and aged whites. Very cool. So, yeah, so ruby, um, it, you know, obviously is red and has very, very little, uh, like, oak at all. Yep. It's yep. basically like red wine that goes into the bottle, ages in the for bottle. The, for the higher-end vintage and things like that, to put a small amount of oak on it for a year, and then that's it, in the bottle. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, tawnies, on the other hand, stay in barrels. They might stay in barrels and they get bottled or they get blended. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And all of these wines, that, except maybe the whites, the tawny start out red and they turn right. tawny because of the age. It's the color. Um, so, it's, something, it's, so something that we don't know much about in the United States, I think, are the white ports. So tell, tell, that's what we're going to first start here with. As you see, this is a white port. Now, we have two different white ports in front of us. And this is what we're going to talk about a little bit today. One is a colheta. Now, the word colheta means vintage in Portuguese. And we can... Oops. These are the cutest little vials. This is a tasting This set. is a 2003 colheta. <laughs> the reason the word vintage is not used is because that um, has been usurped by the British. A vintage port is a ruby. So they do not use the term vintage when they're making these aged ports. There are two types of aged ports. There are the single-year ones that are called mm -hmm. colletas, and there's what a lot of consumers know, the uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, which are blends. So, so like it's a, blends of many a, years. So we're tasting a 2003 yep. against a 20-year-old white. 
So they're basically both t- around 20 years old. One exactly. Is, one is, you know, the 2003 is, you know, 19 going on 20. And almost. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's the exercise that we're going to look at yeah. today. So and let's then, taste the O3. Okay. So there's also a difference in sourcing. Um, the O3, uh, the Coyetas in general, are sourced entirely from our own vineyards from the top of the hill. Um, why the top of the hill? The Duro is mostly hills around a river. Why the top of the hill? Because um, you get more acidity and you get more freshness uh, because it's a little bit cooler up there. It's a microclimate mm-hmm. at the top of the hill and you tend to get a little bit less sweetness. So we're going to taste that first. Oh my gosh, the nose is like... And once people taste aged whites, it's a bit of a revelation. Mm-hmm. Now we taste that side by side with a 20-year-old white. And what's a 20-year-old white? As the O3 is one year, a 20-year-old or 10 or a 30-year-old is a blended wine. So this is blended by all the years. So this will have wine in it that's up to four years older than the statement of age Mm -hmm. and up to two years younger than the statement of age. And the winemaker's job is to make this the same every year. While the year-designated wines are going to be different because of the vintage. Is a reflection of that year. Exactly. So I am still, by the way, like... It's confusing. Digging. No, I'm just <laughs> digging the like lingering flavors mm. of the 2003. I mean, it's like, so it's like bright and fresh with a slight sweetness and then has this like nuttiness that's just going on and on and on. It's amazing. They last forever. It's and lasting forever. And that's still forever. a fairly important terms. This is a young wine. Mm. Um, the funny things about, we mentioned tawny and we'll do some tawnies in a minute. The whites, as they're aged in barrel, tend to get darker and the tawnies, as they're aged in barrel, tend to get lighter. So at one point, when they get to be like 70 years old, the whites get darker than the reds. Ha, that's yeah. nice. So, okay, so that, that, that's a point that I wanted to clarify. So white port is made out of white grapes. white grapes. And as you can see, if you're like watching this and not just listening, the, the color of this is really more of like a golden a, amber. Yes, exactly. And it'll continue to get darker. And it will get darker and, and darker. And over, the question always arises, what are the grapes? There's about 30 of them that are allowed just for whites. <laughs> not going to list And probably them. another 50 um, just for, for reds. <laughs> the main ones uh, for the whites are Guveo, Arinto, and Malvasia Fina. And we can talk about the reds in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Now, you see the difference with the 20-year-old is going to be sweeter, thicker. That's mm-hmm. the house style. The master blender, his job is to make it this way every year. And then you'll note the O3 is um, actually more lively, Very less lively. sweet. Mm-hmm. And that's the advantage of the Colletas in general. Yeah, and the 20-year-old style is, it's less nutty. It's just, it's more, it's very, um, there, you know, there's some brightness. There's some like, you know, very good acidity. More, but I'd say more fruit than, mm-hmm. the, than the, the intense nuttiness that you get more in honey. 2003. More honey. Mm-hmm. Tons of honey. Oh, it's amazing. So white ports are something that folks in America don't really know yeah. so much. I and mean, it, like, it's a new thing. And it's a, con- it's a thing about our country because um, just in general, there are several types of white port. Many are just everyday mm-hmm. white ports, supermarket wines. Mm-hmm. And in France, for instance, um, Portugal ships more white port to France than, than the Tawnies or Rubies. Oh, interesting. Because that's, you know, everybody, had, everybody in France has a bottle of white port in their fridge for, for aperitif. I mean, it's a very common practice. And yeah. they don't really buy as much of the, of the 20s. So it's country by country. Yep. There are three different kinds of regular now. Apart from the aged whites, mm-hmm. there are three different kinds of regular white port. Just, and I'll do it very quickly and tell you the difference. Um, there is what's called the dry white, okay. fine white, and a lagrima. 
And the only difference between these wines is when the fortification begins. So fortification really quickly is when the neutral grape spirit is added. Mm -hmm. That stops the fermentation. Right. That pushes up the alcohol and also retains the sweetness because right. the fermentation eats all the sugar. Right. So, so a dry it kills wine, the yeasts before yeah, they eat exactly. all the sugar. Exactly. So there, some of that natural sweetness remains. And then and by adding spirits, you're bumping up the alcohol. Exactly. So the, the three <laughs> types I mentioned, the only difference is when they're fortified. Okay. Lagrima is the sweetest. It's fortified Super early. Exactly. Um, fine white, normal, about in the middle. Mm -hmm. And a dry white is fortified a little bit later, so it's slightly drier. It's still a sweet wine, but it's slightly drier. And those are all different from these. Okay. <laughs> and these, these are none of those. Yeah. <laughs> so let's try, I would love to, let's, let's, let's try, try the, the tawnies. The tawnies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So now we've tried the whites. I'm going to take another three because it's my favorite. Over here and get mm. new glasses hmm. because I want to yes. dump them. Yes. Okay, so now... We're gonna have some tawnies. Okay. And we have a 2012 tawny. Mm-hmm. That's our colletta. Just like we had an 03 colletta. Okay. So the, this on is. On the white. And we're gonna try that side by side with a 10-year tawny. So now, colletas by law, you can bottle after seven years. Kupke weights 10. Okay. So we wait 10 years. So the 2012 colletta we're trying today is our newest oh, release. you just bought, yeah, you just yeah. bottled that. Okay. So now, um, a thing to keep in mind, we don't just bottle all of the 2012 because otherwise it wouldn't happen anymore. Right, you need it for the 20. So we bottle a certain amount in a certain year, wait two or three years, bottle a certain amount more. Mm -hmm. As it goes, it gets older. Um, for instance, if we were drinking a bottle of 1970 Colletta mm -hmm. that had been bottled in 1960, and the bottling date's always on the back, the right. front of the label would look, would, would look the same if it were bottled in 1970 or in 2020. On the back, it would say when it was bottled. So if it was bottled in 1970, that's a 10-year-old wine. These wines don't really move in the bottle. Uh, at the opposite of a ruby. Yes, right, right, right. It's not going to... Right, Exactly. Right. So, but so you would have like, so you would have a, um, like a, you might bottle some of the 2000, just so I'm clear. Yeah. You might bottle some of the 2012 10 years later. 10 years later. And then 20 you might years bottle later, 30 years later, 40 years so later. So you're basically aging it exactly. more in the barrel. And it gets more expensive. Yeah, of course. <laughs> As you go along. <laughs> <laughs> but you aging it in the barrel versus me getting a bottle and, and then trying to age it completely different. Yes, exactly. Completely so basically different. we're doing the work for you here. Yeah. Because yeah, if you yeah. buy a bottle of vintage port, yeah, you can drink it, but it's really not going to, it's infanticide. It's not going to yeah. be really good until 30 years go by. Right. So if you want right. to hang on to it for 30 years, you can, or if you've been doing it. that. If, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to drink a wine that's already aged and is at a, at a proper um level its development, you buy mm -hmm. 20s that yes. are aged in wood. Yes. So here's the 2012. So this is a baby colletta. This is a young wine. And you can tell the color still has a little bit of red in it, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's turning 20. And the word 20 is the color. Ruby is reflective of the, those bright red colors in the, in the young ruby wines. Yep. And a 20 aged in wood, it turns brownish. So that's where the word 20 comes from. You still get a lot of like the nice, oh, like yeah. the fruit, like the fruit side of things on the nose. On the and neck. it's got some nice tannins. It's a little, still a little bit grippy. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, you know, this is a long way from its, try it again in 10 years, it's going to be totally different. Mm -hmm. And it's from the same barrels, so they just bottle at different times. And then we've got the 10 years. So as I mentioned earlier, the formula, um, the master blender has to make this the same every year. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing to remember. He's got to make it the same because it's a house style. The wines going into this are up to four years older and no more than two years younger. So he has a seven-year span to work with as of the date of bottling okay. and as of the claim of age on the label. So if it's a 10-year, if it's a 20-year, if it's a 30-year. There's a seven-year span within that. Within that. 
And of course, to do that, you have to have the stocks. Mm -hmm. a, lot of the, um, right. a lot of the British companies, quote unquote, um, they've started trying to get into the 20 business as well, but they've been buying stocks from other companies, you know, close out stocks, closing out other companies. Oh, right. A lot of the Portuguese houses like Cupkey, we've had these stocks. We've got stuff going back to the 1800s. Right, so you could just... We've always, yeah, the, the, the élevage, as we say in mm -hmm. French, or in English sometimes, I guess, <laughs> um, is ours. The, the yes. wines are not purchased. Right, 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 right. So when it's, it's your house point. style, it's your, it's, your, it's your house style from... So You're you see the difference between the 10-year shows a little of age because it's some older wines in there. Yes, yep. And the, the 2012 was actually quite fresh. It is quite fresh. And it's amazing that for a, a wine that's been aging in a barrel for 10 years... A big open, you know, mm -hmm. these are huge barrels. And it's not about getting flavor from the barrel. It's about oxidation. It's about oxidation, but it's been exactly. oxidizing for 10 years. It's still very it's fresh. It's still young and it's still and got it's some still red. Young. Yeah, it's still got yeah. some red. If you look at the ten year, the 2012, it's got some red edges. Yeah. And then the the 20, it's the red's almost all gone. Yes. Also, um, uh, being yeah, an yeah. oxidative style, a lot of people don't realize. Um, when you go to a store and people are afraid to buy, oh, I can't drink a whole bottle of port, it's going to go bad. Not with 20 ports. These wines right. are already oxidized. Um, it'll stay in your fridge for six months. It's not yeah. going to budge. If you buy a bottle of 20 port, think of it as buying a bottle of scotch. You can have a little bit whenever you want. Just keep it in the fridge. Right. You don't yeah. have to drink it. It's already been, it's been oxidizing for 10 plus years. Like, what, <laughs> what's it going to do? And on the other hand, rubies, you want to drink it. You have to. Right. Rubies are fresh wine. Right. It'll last a little longer than a regular wine because it's got spirit in it, but still. And it's got, you know, some maybe some grippy tannins mm -hmm. in, in there or something that, that'll keep it, but. Shall we move to the. Let's next move. Pair? Yeah, so let's move to the pair. 20. So, you know, and I'm just going to say something that I, I, I love, I love Tawny Ports, and something I've always. Um, sort of like you kind of forget until you go back to it, is that the 10-year-old still retains a lot of its color, like its reddish yes, color. Yes, exactly. Like, uh, you know, you, people go to a, a restaurant and order a 10-year-old tawny and sometimes think that they're going to get something that looks really tawny. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll save the 20-year-olds. <laughs> so the next pair, we're doing a 20, I'm sorry, an 02 against the 20 year 20. So what we're doing now is seeing what the development's like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what, what does the age do to the wines? And again, we're doing the same comparison, Colletas, which is a single year wine yep, versus an, um, a statement of age wines, we call them, which is the 20 year in this case. And we make 10, 20, 30, 40. And now the government has approved 50 and actually we're the first ones to market with it. Very cool. Is that in the market? Is it, it is a market. In fact, our 50-year-old 20 just got 98 points. We're very excited about that. That's it. And there's no more left. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> because we sold it all. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So let's take a look at the O2. O2 is one of my favorites as well. And now you're going to see the, the evolution. Mm -hmm. We've got an extra 10 years in barrel here. Yep. I mean, barring any differences on the, on the vintage, right. it's an extra 10 years. That's really the most impactful right. thing here. You get to listen to us tasting mm -hmm. wine. <laughs> so the, the tannins have regressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and you get you get more of those those nutty flavors. Yep. Less 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 of the fruit flavors, more of the nuts. Yeah, the fruit is is still there and the and the acidity mm -hmm. is definitely still mm -hmm. there. It's and very the O2s are very right, rather round vintage as well. Mm-hmm. But that that nuttiness, I mean mm -hmm. The, you know, we're, we're starting to have that, like that lingering nuttiness uh, comparable exactly. to the, the, the white ports. And I would say between, I, I recently had the 01, the 02 is actually a bit, a bit fatter than the 01. The 01 mm -hmm. is much leaner. 
So different con and so just yeah. these years it will change from year to year. Now we can taste the 20 year. Okay, we have So again, the 20 year is a blend. So this is a house style. The this house is style, not exactly. reflective of the And every the by the way, every every house has its own style, so mm -hmm. don't necessarily expect the 20 years from house to house. We tend to be known as a drier house. Okay. Our wines aren't quite as sweet. Yep. But it seems like you're your house style is also going to be one of the most consistent house styles because you have, you have the stocks. The stocks. That, like a, you're not buying point. stocks from others. So you really know. And you know, in a port house, of course, you know, in any winery, there's a vineyard manager, a winemaker. In a port mm -hmm. house, you've got a master blender, like in a scotch house, who is, he's the, the, the it's a three-legged stool. Everybody works together. Yeah. <laughs> well, these are amazing. The, um, and on the, so what, what I found um, interesting, both with the coleta, the white, and also with the, the tawny, is that the house style is, um, just as you said, a tiny bit sweeter exactly. than the, the vintage. Yep. Um, and then it's, um, it's rich, but it's not as nutty. It has more of a, like a, a balance of the nut and nuts and the fruit. Whereas the, the vintage, it could express, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it wants, to be honest. But it seems, both of them seem to be a little bit nuttier. Exactly. And that's because nuttier. of the age. As the older the like 20s me. get, <laughs> the older the 20s get, the more nuts you get, the less fruit you get. And it's generally, mm -hmm. it's most often referred to as walnuts, but just nuts in general. Yeah, yeah. And I get really picky about it. <laughs> <laughs> walnuts, all nuts are good nuts in my book. So what's something I find interesting is as you get to this, this 20-year-old mark, you know, the colors... So that's the 20-year-old white or is that the... This is the 20-year-old white. And the 20-year-old tawny. And the 20-year-old tawny. And the colors, they're not the same, obviously. The tawny is still, you know, we, much this much darker. Yeah, wait but, until they're seventy years old. Has, yeah, yeah. And, and that if they're, when they get to be seventy years old, that white is going to be darker, and that's going to be light. Mm -hmm. Just what happens to it's the wine? It's just yeah, kind of the, the the wine the color falls out of this, mm -hmm. and the color kind of gains on this one, and that's uh, that's really interesting. But it's you know I think a lot of people think of port as sort of um, heavy, you know, like heavy and sweet, and that's content. not it's in. Well, yeah, yeah the colletas in general tend to be again less sweet mm -hmm. um, and higher acidity and more lively on the mouth, and that's really the advantage of colletas because it's the vineyard. That's where the vineyards uh, come in. Um, yep. For the um, for the statement of age program, about half the wine is sourced from our own vineyards and half is long term contracts. But for the colletas, everything comes from our vineyards and everything comes from the best lots at the top of the hill. And so it's cooler up there. It's cooler up there. Right. There's more acidity. Exactly. There's lots of there. Nothing getting in the way of the sun. Mm -hmm. So you have a, a really so you have great good ripeness and you have more acidity as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, these are beautiful. Thank, Thank you, you very much for taking us through these. It's I hope my you guys. Pleasure. Thanks for having me out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Out <laughs> in the this is the new barn out in the out in the country. Um, so uh, again, Serge Lorzac, his wines in motion with Koki Winery, um, the oldest port wine house with um, some really, really amazing colletas and vintage ports, um, tawny and white. I think white port is something that everybody needs to have. If you've never tried a, uh, an aged white port, you, it will change your mind. It will change. Everything. It, yes. <laughs> <laughs> your world will change. Thank you so much for joining, and until next time. Bye-bye.